So why don't people change their mind? Welcome to Better Human Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert. Daily dose of something to help you think better, live better, be better, be more sovereign, critically think, protect your family's future and your own through preparing your mind, your body, your health, all the different things. You can get the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach as well as subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Google, as well as YouTube now. Why don't people change their mind? It's near impossible to teach a man that does not desire to strengthen his own position by analytically addressing his flaws. So the byproduct of this myopic view is so much energy spent defending their position through ad hominem attacks as a means to dispel their cognitive dissonance rather than trying to understand the merit of an imposing view. So I truly believe there are two kinds of people in the world and everybody's on a different path. So you kind of have to get to a certain level where you do this by default, right? You might do this in patches. You might be more open in some ways on some ideas and some topics than others. But generally, you have people that spend more time and making reasons why I call them excuses, right? Or otherwise justifying the current belief system they have and defending that set of beliefs rather than being open and letting ideas come in and percolate and do whatever. And then on the other end, you have people that are constantly challenging themselves in the beliefs they think they know and are generally yearning for information to make sure that they're thinking great, as good as they can, you know, clearly at least. What you see, unfortunately, and I can't help but be an elitist half the time I'm talking about this stuff, it just is what it is. I mean, you have outliers in culture, you have outliers in everything. You have a bell curve. And the bell curve is, says that for most people, they fall somewhere in the middle, right? And then to the left extreme and the right extreme, you have outliers. Most people are somewhere in the middle of the bell curve, which is average. And the average person that's in the middle of the bell curve does not really care or is even aware of a need to challenge their belief system. I would assume each end of the bell curve you have maybe super, super close-minded that don't want to change their mind and will defend to the death. You have like kind of the ideologue, you have the ideologues that just, this is the way it is, you know, religious zealots, if you will. And then on the far, far right, you have like completely open-minded, nihilistic, doesn't really believe in anything because everything is pointless. And I would say closer to that end of the bell curve, you have the first principles thinkers, the open-minded, the growth-minded that are constantly trying to learn, grow, and adapt. Now, if you go on the internet, you see this. I had a tweet that went viral last night, 2 a.m. I had no idea it was happening. My sister mentioned it. And it was something about Bitcoin. It went viral, caught, still getting shared right now. I knew I didn't want to go into the comments. I generally don't go into the comments because I've learned that in social media, that's where the drivel really is. I kind of want to use social media as a way to broadcast. And that's mostly it, to be honest. So I put this tweet out. I got 50 comments, you know, 800 likes, 200 re retweets, et cetera. In the first few comments, one guy is like just completely useless reply with just no value whatsoever, calling me like a Bitcoin maxi. And I would expect nothing less and myopic worldview and like stuff like that. And I just thoroughly blocked that guy because it's just not, not worth my time. And then a few other people made some comments that were more measured and like their perspective is usually from the like, oh, Ethereum's good or it's going to be this or going to be that. What you see though, no matter what, take anything that has any mass exposure whatsoever to a large group of humans and you're going to see every side. You're going to have the centrists that maybe try to uh, like agree with you, but at the same time offer a critique or a, as they see it, a principled perspective. You're going to have the one end of the extreme, let's say the left, that is just straight up attacking you and attacking your character and this and that because they don't like what you said. And then you have the far, far, far right. Well, I guess you can't really call it far right, but let's just say the other side for now. You have people that are just, yeah, I agree with that. It's amazing. And like, it's an affirmation thing. And then you kind of have everything in between. It's, it's a perfect bell curve. And I'm telling you, any tweet, any YouTube video, anything that has 100,000 impressions or views or whatever, and you know, hundreds of comments, you're going to see this play out. It almost seems like 
you could probably track this mathematically. So for every Instagram post or Twitter post, there's probably a certain number that's germane to that platform to which if you have more comments than like, let's say 10, that's when it starts getting into the range of expanding the bell curve, right? Anything under five is usually like, yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome. And then maybe you have like one comment that's like, oh, you suck or that's terrible, whatever, right? So it's like a one to five ratio, it seems like, for under 10 comments. And when you get into like the 10 to 20 range, there's a certain number, 20 to 50, 50 to 100. And then when you have a post that has a thousand plus comments, at least on Instagram from what I've seen, it's literal, like almost probably closer to 50-50. The bell curve really emerges. You have people on this side and you have a bunch of people on this side and all they're doing is going at it. And then every so often you have people that are kind of trying to be in the middle, but nobody's really paying attention to them because now they're just attacking the other side. It's a really strange phenomenon, but it perfectly maps to this idea of a bell curve. And so the question for you today is, where are you on that bell curve? Where is your thinking on that bell curve? Are you somebody that's closer to the end of the spectrum where you ignore information you don't like and you attack the source and you find reasons why you don't like that person, whatever? And on the flip side, anybody that you like, anything they say is golden. These are all very dangerous mental perspectives to have. And then on the far, far other side, are you someone that just like finds information you like and says, yeah, it's awesome, I agree. And then pretty much just ignores everything else or even attacks anything that challenges that. Now it's okay to have strong views on things and to defend those views, but you should constantly be asking yourself, am I being like a little too dogmatic here? Maybe not enough. And you want to, for every idea of you, whatever, you want to separate, do I like this person or not? Because that halo effect and the ad hominem stuff, the person should really have nothing to do with the idea. I've talked about that before, but it's very, very important. Like most people could literally not hear that one plus one equals two out of Donald Trump's mouth. They'll tell them that, no, it's three because I don't like you. And vice versa, you have some celebrity that you like and anything they say is gospel. Take this, take that, do this, whatever. It's human nature. It's human psychology, right? This entire topic is. So the question is, in our modern world, with the massive amount of information that comes out on a daily basis, where are you falling on that bell curve? My opinion is you should be towards the growth-minded, the optimistic, and the open as much as possible. Now, wherever that falls on that curve or whatever, that's where you want to be. And I think if you slip too far past that, you slip into dogma, which is just another form of being the opposite of the left side or the other side. And then on the other side, you basically attack anybody that challenges you. You don't update your beliefs. What you believed 10 years ago or five or even one is the same as today. And you're going to have a lot of fragilities and you're, and you're taking on a lot of risk with that perspective. Each of them have risks, but I would never want to be that far into my own beliefs so that they don't get updated in time, especially in an environment where so much information is becoming available on a daily basis. We see change happening at an exponentially faster pace. And as we know, the only constant in the universe is change. If you don't embrace that and you try to fight the force of nature of the universe, well, you're just not going to win. It's just, it is what it is. And the same thing on the far other end. If you are so rigid in your beliefs that you don't accept new information, well, tomorrow something could come out or something we could discover that basically destroys everything that you thought. And you should be then saying, oh, okay, well, at least now I know. Great. Like you should embrace being wrong because by embracing being wrong you know you're getting better smarter and you're learning that's it for today get another better human newsletter colin.coach daily show on youtube and your favorite podcast app and i'll see you in the next one